Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Heat is building across the southern states. It will move into the Ohio Valley and the east as this week progresses. Then we'll get some relief. Meanwhile, the tropics remain active. This is Weather Insider for Tuesday, September 10th. We're at episode number 137. I'm AccuWeather.com's Evan Myers. That is AccuWeather's Bernie Reno, or this is AccuWeather's Bernie Reno, or say hi, Bernie. In a word, money. (laughs) Go ahead, Evan. And here we are. Today's edition is powered by TD Ameritrade. So you've done a lot of research, Bernie, on a Mm -hmm. trade that you can't decide if you want to go through with it or not. TD Ameritrade's trade desk might be the secret to figuring it all out. Just go to tdameritrade.com slash trade desk to see how they can help gut check your trades. You know what it's S-I-P-C. You know what it's like? It's like checking the waiver wire on your fantasy football team. You could look at all these different things, who to pick up, how to trade. So, yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. It's a lot of fun doing that as well. It is, Bernie. Yeah. So we got heat. Lots yes, we do. Heat. We got heat right here in yeah. River City. It's built all across the southern states, and uh, it's sizzling. Uh, we're going to see AccuWeather real field temperatures well over 100 all across mm-hmm. the southeast and the south-central states, the lower Mississippi Valley. And that heat is going to be building into the Ohio Valley uh, on Tuesday and then into the mid-Atlantic states on Wednesday, we're going to see midsummertime type temperatures. It's going to feel like July again. Uh, certainly, um, Washington, D.C., Philadelphia, but even New York City on north, it's going to get steamy on Wednesday as we have a series of storms, Evan, that are pushing across the upper Midwest and the Plain States. Not only heat, but you know what it also is going to produce? Severe weather. Rounds of severe weather. You don't typically think about that in September, no, but you you're going to have that over the next couple of days. But this is the pattern that brings in the heat. But for some in the Northeast, it's not going to last all that long. No, because normally, you know, you talked about those systems moving across the north. Normally, when we to get a frontal system to move through, those fronts come out of the northwest. They come out of central Canada, across the Great Lakes, into the Ohio Valley and the eastern states. But this time of year especially, we often get this time and also in the spring, we get backdoor cold fronts. Why are they called backdoor cold fronts? Because they don't come in from the north and west. They don't they come, in come from in the front from, door. <laughs> they, they come in the back door from the north and the northeast. And, boy, typically in the springtime, yes. as you had mentioned, they can produce very cloudy, chilly weather. This time of the year, well, there will still be a little belt of clouds along that boundary that slips south. Um Thursday, that should be across northern parts of Virginia. There'll be some thunderstorms with that. And then Friday, uh, Evan, that goes all the way down into the Carolinas. High pressure builds in. And and, and for especially New England, where the high pressure builds in, it will be nice. But temperatures back in the 60s and 70s. And that that front will angle from North Carolina up into Indiana and western Ohio. It'll sit there for a day or so, so Friday looks pretty good, but then off to the south and southwest of that front, there'll still be some storms, 
and then that boundary will start to break apart. And then on Saturday, we're going to start to see those storms encroach back northward through Virginia and through Ohio. How far north and east will those storms get on Saturday? I'm Bern- thinking. Bern- Bernie's got his thinking cap. <laughs> thinking. He's got his thinking cap on. Boy, it's funny. I look all over the world. Let me think about this. But well, I think by Saturday it's going to start coming back into Pennsylvania, New York State, and then this weekend it should continue to move to the north. And by next week, as we talked about, looks pretty warm. Looks like a warm week like across warm, much the, of the eastern half of the United States next week. It, it does. I want to also talk about one thing you mentioned, Bernie, about those backdoor fronts. This time of the year, they're generally dry because the Earth's coming out of eastern Canada and it's coming off a of landmass. During the spring, though, the ocean is about as, as cold as it ever as it gets because the seasonal lag of cool cooling down and heating up. It takes a lot longer for the oceans to uh, have the effects of the uh, of the atmosphere than the, than the actual air temperature and so the oceans are cool and they provide the cooling mechanism to help push those backdoor fronts hence they come in off the ocean but oftentimes we get a lot of moisture off the oceans and that's why it can turn pretty cloudy and pretty nasty so that's what's going on there all right let's talk about the tropics we have dorian no longer a tropical system no longer a hurricane or a tropical storm and it's going to move south of iceland north of the British Isles, well north of the British Isles on Wednesday, but it is going to produce some wind across the British Isles, especially like Northern Ireland and Scotland, and some rain. Yep, and and then there's another system behind it, Gabrielle. Gabrielle. And the next day. Right, Wednesday night, Wednesday night in the Thursday. And that'll be farther south, so that's going to impact the British Isles a little bit more. You know, it's not really extraordinary to see this time of year uh, a s- tropical system or what's left of it move into those areas. But what is a little unusual is have a one-two punch mm-hmm. one day after the next, two in a row. Well, they're moving so fast, too. Even Gabrielle now moving northeast at about 25 miles per hour. It is uh, much weaker than Dorian was, but there's enough moisture that they'll feel some impact. Okay, one, uh, one last tropical system, tropical thing we need to think about, and that's off the coast of Africa. Some trouble might be brewing. Yeah. That system uh, could move into some areas this weekend, the south-central Atlantic, and then into, uh, that's the northern Atlantic, but mm-hmm. the south-central part of the northern Atlantic. Let's be, cl- let me be clear about that. And then early next week, uh, places like the Virgin Islands and Puerto Rico. How, much, how worried are you about that? We had a 30-minute debate on this that map discussion on Monday, trying to figure out where this system goes. Certainly, I think the timing is right. No, uh, early, not, we're past Monday though, Bernie. So keep it, get us updated here. Well, we're going to have another map discussion here uh, Tuesday afternoon and evening. But you know, it depends where this system goes. If it goes into the Southwest Atlantic early next week, so north of Puerto Rico and Hispaniola. Boy, historically, that's an area where storms really like to form. We don't and want when to they, see that. That's no, we don't. The Bahamas again. Well, and, and, and the problem is, is climatologically, that's where you expect some of these systems to go. And then when they go in that area, I was looking at some of the uh, uh, conditions in that area as far as wind shear, dry air, of course, water temperatures. It would be favorable to, for development. But there's also a possibility that it would get into the Caribbean and it would be a little too close to land like Puerto Rico and Hispaniola. And if it goes there, it's unlikely to develop. unlikely to develop. But keep in mind, this system just came off Africa so it's going to be a little tricky uh, de- um, trying to time this and figure out if it's going to develop. But that's something to watch. Do I have time about the other? Well, I want to quick. Talk, yes. Okay, go yeah, ahead. We will in a second. I want to talk about that yeah. a little bit more. We're, we obviously are speculating. 
uh, speculating in a learned way that we're looking at uh, based on science, not just wild speculation. And obviously, Bernie, even if that system doesn't develop but affects the Bahamas, that's bad news. They've mm-hmm. been having a really tough time getting those folks evacuated from the rubble that's left in the northern Bahamas, and that's all it is. It's just rubble. If you look at it, it looked like a, an earthquake hit or a, tor- or a, a swarm of yeah. tornadoes. And one of the amazing things I've heard people talk about is that have covered tornadoes is that you see a tornado, and then after a couple miles, you get out of the path. Yeah. You don't get out of the path. It's all it's all rubble as far as you can see, and there's a lot of folks that are still stranded there. So they have no shelter. So even if you get a mild tropical system to, to move through there, mm-hmm. it's just bad news. So we're going to keep folks updated on what's going on there and hope we're able to help evacuate those folks off of the Bahamas. You so wanted to talk about two other two things. areas, yeah, an area of thunderstorms north of Hispaniola uh, here on Tuesday. Right now, conditions are not favorable for development. There's actually, if you look on a water vapor loop on AccuWeather.com, you can see an upper level low all this dry air across the Bahamas. So what's happening with that? That upper low is not allowing it to develop. That's good news. However, in time, by Thursday and Friday, that upper low goes into the Gulf of Mexico, so it's moving away from that tropical wave, and that's when you have to worry about development that would be at some point thursday night friday in the saturday um i wouldn't think it would be a strong storm because of its location to the florida peninsula but a worst case scenario i could see a weak tropical storm really quickly that upper low i talked about let's keep an eye on that this weekend as it slowly pushes across the gulf of mexico and today september the 10th is the peak of hurricane season on this date september 10th Historically, it was when you have the greatest amount of named systems, and uh, this that's going to continue. We're in this we're in the sweet spot for for the tropics, so we need to really be vigilant and keep on top of that. One last thing, Bernie, for folks listening, if you want to help out, uh, you can go to the AccuWeather.com website. Across the top, there's a banner. You can click on that. You can contribute to the American Red Cross. There's all kinds of other ways to help. We urge you to do that. We'll be back at you on Wednesday. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.